Series 2, Episode 6, Step 5. Hi, I'm Chris, I'm an addict. Well, here we are, we're at Step 5 now, and I wonder how you've been doing with your Step 4. I know it's probably been really soul-searching, because it was, for me, one of the hardest things I had to do. And to actually start having a good look at yourself in writing it was something that I found really difficult and quite painful at times. But at the same time as I wrote it, it was so good to see I was beginning to get through the static of denial that was going on in my mind and begin to understand what addiction, the disease of addiction, had done when I chose to use the method to feed my addiction, which was drugs, alcohol, and sex. So now we're moving on to step five, and step five is a key to a new freedom, if I could put it any other way. And yes, it is one of the hardest steps. And, 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 and in that, we've got to remember that there are no wrong answers at all in when we write step four and when we read it. We're reading it from our own conscience, our own understanding of what these questions are asking us. And that's what's so important. Now, step five, it says, we admit to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Before I start, here is a good example of what step five is. Hi, everyone. Step five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Why do I have to do this, and why is it so painful? Shouldn't be when we understand the nature of our wrongs, which is the human nature we all inherited at birth. Every human being since Adam and Eve have had the same issue. In Matthew 5, 21 through 30, we learn we are all murderers and adulterers. If we don't think we are, we're either delusional or liars. This means that the wrongs we committed are in large part due to our inherited nature. Step five, we acknowledge these things just like one would in confession. What happens? A transaction in the spiritual realm where we are set free from the guilt and shame associated with our wrongs and we receive forgiveness for them without exception. This is the beginning of healing and a transformed nature. I'm Matt Rankin from Columbus, Ohio. Stay safe, everybody. So, like me, I got to a place where I had written my step four and I was ready to start looking at reading my step five. To do this, we need to come to that place where we are ready to be free from all our fears, resentments, bitterness, anger, and to start a new life, free from our guilt, our shame, and hiding behind our secrets that has held us back in fear. Why is step five so important that not only have we had to write it, but we've had to read it? Well, reading it enables us to bring it out into the light. It is a spoken word to that person who we are going to ask to share our step five with us in the presence of God. Recovery from addiction depends on total honesty and truth. A verse that comes to mind from the Bible is uh, from John 8, 31 to 32. And it says something very simple. It says, the truth will set you free. 
At the time when I was doing my step four and step five, I had no idea or concept of what that actually meant, as I was not a believer at the time, but I did have an understanding of a higher power. However, today, this verse is one of the most powerful freeing statements spoken in the Bible. Not just because it's from the Bible, but because I have experienced such a change in my life and behavior from writing my step four and reading my step five. I honestly have experienced a spiritual freedom that has released me from all the lies that have enslaved me. The secrets are dead, and my honesty and desire to be free from my addiction has changed me to the person I have come to love today, which I'd never done before, because I just always thought that I was not good enough. The fifth step had showed me my part of my downfall. Self-pity that had kept me in such a dark place and a dark hole for such a long time. I had such resentment and bitterness and anger I didn't even realize I had. But it also showed me the ability to forgive and be forgiven and gave me from that true freedom. I've also been able to take back the responsibility for my actions and my behavior and I no longer blame others. And in so doing so, gave me the power to change. I see all the behaviors and the actions which in the past gave me the reason and justification to use. Today, I now see them in remission. And this has helped me to prevent a slip from me falling back into that deep, dark hole. It has been the most incredible weight off my shoulders. There was no condemnation, no judgment, just love and understanding. It was a concept that took me a long time to accept that this actually did exist. So let's talk about how one prepares for a step five uh, once you've completed your step four, uh, which you would have done to the best of your ability and really completed it without any fear. It's just fear is the enemy here. Fear is the thing that holds you back on stuff that needs to be revealed for yourself and nobody else. You need to choose a person who's going to listen to your step five, preferably somebody of the same sex, who you can trust and that you can freely speak about what you have written in step four without fear or judgment. When you've chosen a person to read your step four to, and be part of the step five process, that person must understand and completely agree that what is said in that room stays in that room. It means that he is completely confidential and never spoken outside that room ever. It is a part of the anonymity of the fellowship of the 12-step program. The person who I read my step five to said to me afterwards, well done. And isn't it wonderful that you can leave all the dirty laundry in that room and never have to go back to it? And I knew that person would never, ever discuss anything that was shared in that meeting. And that is absolute sacrosanct. 
I always recommend somebody who has a degree of longevity in recovery and who will be able to identify with everything that you're saying and that they're not there to judge you. And preferably that they've done it themselves so they know and fully understand the process of what it is to read a step five. The person you have chosen will understand that there is no step five too long or too short. It is all for you. It is a session for you, about you, in your past, as well as what's happening today. All of this, as they say in the step five, is done in the presence of God, of your understanding. I thought I'd be over in an hour, max, but after many cups of tea and biscuits, lots of sharing between the person I chose to listen to my step five, it was four hours later, and I then finished. I was exhausted, but a good exhausted. I knew something had happened that was bigger than I could possibly have expected. The reality of what I had just completed was truly amazing. I always recommend, as I was recommended at the time, after I read my step five, that I should go straight to a meeting and keep absolute daily contact with my sponsor. And I recommend that to you in no uncertain terms. So now you can start step six and on. You cannot do step six upward until you have completed steps one to five, as you probably understand by now. So why is it so important to then get to a meeting after reading your step five and very much keeping in contact with your sponsor? Well, for me, I could see so much I'd been denying to myself that had been revealed from my past. And I needed to begin the remaining steps to see my shortcomings and who I had become and what I needed to do to recognize old behavior and be prepared to admit it, especially when I was wrong, promptly, before my pride and ego and stubbornness had stopped me from even contemplating the word sorry, let alone immediately. But when I did, it felt great. The pressure of holding on to an apology or justifying why I shouldn't was gone. And so were all the consequences. But above all, I could recognize my disease and the physical and mental and spiritual destruction it had caused in my life as an active addict. And have now got the ability to choose to continue to be free or not. I had understood why I had to understand my addiction behavior. I know I don't have another recovery in me. And should I become complacent so that I'm cured from this disease of addiction, it wouldn't take long for me to fall back to a place that I doubt I will come back from. I recognize that this is a progressive and fatal disease of which there is no known cure, but I have the ability to choose not to let it take control of me again, just for today. I have become and continue to be aware of the tricks, the traps, the triggers, the lies, the deceptions, the denial, the justification, the overall power of my addiction. I can choose through my higher power and the 12-step program and the fellowships to stay in remission for today. What an amazing gift that is. So in this series, William has very kindly agreed to share his journey on step five. William, tell us the story. 
Hi guys, I'm William, I'm the Eric. Um, I'm just going to share um, my story on step five and how important it is for us as recovering addicts. As you all know, in step four, we, we made a, a fearless moral inventory of ourselves. And for me, that's also a very important step to, to write down every wrong that we've done, every person that we've harmed. And, and, and when it comes to step five, where we admit to God and to ourselves and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. So for me, as I understand it, is that I just couldn't just read my step four for my step five. So I had to, to think deep and, and just to be honest with myself and to another person, but most importantly, be honest to admit to God, although God knows what we've done wrong. But it is very important to admit our wrongs because I, for me, this, this was the, I, 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 I say for me, my step five is my, my step to freedom because, you know, our past can, can hold us from great things in our future if we, if we hold on to things in our past and thoughts of, of our past. So for me, it was really very important just to be honest, to be open and to, to speak my heart out in front of my sponsor and admit to God. So for me, I, as a drug addict for 17 years, so I, I did a lot of, of bad things, harmed a lot of people and just to, to speak for that two to three hours, my heart out, cried my heart out. And, and just to be honest, there was times when we laughed, times when I cried. But it is, it is how the healing of God takes place inside of us, you know. Because God already knows what, what wrong we've done. But it, for us, it is very important to admit our wrongs so yes after speaking to my sponsor admitting what i've done wrong and and moving forward and and when i can come to the step where i i make amends to all the people that i harmed so step five prepared me for that and 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 after speaking and sharing all the wrongs I've done, I could feel that, that weight left off my shoulder. I, I felt free from, from my past just to, to speak to someone who, whom I trust. And, and, and that is stuff that I wouldn't speak to anyone, although it's someone very close to me. And, 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 yes, yes, I've been married now for nine years and I was an addict from my marriage, so I put my wife through a lot of 
of stuff. I did a lot of bad things and, and just to admit to someone all the wrongs I've done. It 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 gave me calmness and acceptance because I tell a lot of guys um um you know when we hold on to our past then our past will hold us back from greater things in our future. That's why it is very important to 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 do the step five and it takes courage. It takes guts to do that, but but that is the thing that you do for yourself because um, it is really very very important to step four and step five um, to get rid of our fears and to ignore what to know what our fears is to move forward in spite of our our fears holding us back and to continue with our recovery. So I had the privilege to do it with Chris and 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 for me that was that was my that was my step to freedom and as an addict a using addict I did I did anything I could to get what I want. If I would lie, cheat, or mock people, or robbing, or go break into houses, I did what I did to get my thing. And so, I, in addiction, I give a hundred percent for the things that I want. And when I when I did go into a rehab, I, I just tell myself, William, you give 100% to the drugs that you want. You did anything to get what you want. So I'm going to give 100% for my recovery. And that was my motivation. Because this is a thing that you, you don't do it for other people, although your children or your wife are there to the motivate to keep you motivated to to keep going on, but I did do it for me to become a better father for my kids and for my wife to be a role model for them, and just to show them that that people can change. And yes, I just wish the best for all of you guys to keep strong, believe in yourself, and and. Although it takes a lot of a lot of guts, a lot of courage to do your step five, um, I suggest that you just do it and 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 to to get that weight off your shoulders. And so yes, step five is the step to freedom. And I love you guys. I wish you all the best. And you're in my prayers. Thank you very much. Thank you, William, for your share on the step five. I just want to close this session and say I'd really like to pray that you, while doing your step five, get the same freedom, joy, and peace I got when I did my step five. And then to take the responsibility to move on 
to the remaining steps of the 12-step program through an addiction fellowship of your choice. And find, if you haven't already, a sponsor to walk you through this journey. Please do this as soon as possible. It is clear, and has been clear in my recovery, that we cannot do this recovery on our own. But we can do it with new associations, friends, and regular addiction meetings like AA, NA, GA, SAA, Al-Anon, etc. The incredible thing about the fellowship meetings is that you could travel anywhere in the world almost and look up for a AA or an NA meeting or a Gamblers Anonymous meeting or Al-Anon meeting and you will find in most places where you are at within cities and towns and most villages that there will be a meeting of some sort that you can attend and the greatest thing about it is you walk in there and you've suddenly found a whole lot of friends people who you've never met before but because of our disease and the commonality and like-mindedness we're actually one unit helping each other to remain clean what an amazing fellowship to be a part of and something i would recommend to anybody who is in the process of healing we're there to support each other this is a disease that is so powerful that if we are not surrounded by like-minded people, it will bite us again. Remember, the beauty of the 12-step program is that it is inspired by God, higher power, and written by addicts who have experienced the devastation of addiction in their lives as well as many others and have now got the ability to choose to continue to be free or not. And they have found a way that has helped them live a successful, productive, loving life, which millions of once hopeless people caught in the grip of addiction, now living free from active addiction. You're no different. You are no different to me or any one of us or any of these millions of people all over the world who have been caught in addiction and are now seeking longevity of recovery, longevity of remission from their addiction, from their disease. Addiction is the disease, which is not our fault. It is the choices and actions that we've used to feed the needs of our disease that we need to take responsibility for. Take back those choices. Take back the responsibility for what you have done and become and accept that we live with a progressive and fatal disease that will kill us if we choose to continue to feed the disease of our addiction. I am free today from my active addiction but I am very aware that I still have the disease of addiction. Even though I don't use and haven't used for many, many years, I have to be aware that I have the disease of addiction. The addiction has controlled us for too long, and I really hope that you now live a life that you can be free from hurting yourself and all those around you. I would like to now end this episode with the serenity prayer. And this serenity prayer is what is said by 
anybody who is attending a fellowship meeting of the 12-step program, and it goes like this. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and have the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. From these episodes and from the 12-step program particularly, your life will never be the same again. It will be extraordinary, beyond your possible dreams of being free from the grip of addiction. So with that, I love you all. Take care, be safe, and remember, keep it clean.